Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Come in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? Yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome, one and all. Welcome back to another edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, our home this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Our number, 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. This is a call-in program. I am giving you that number specifically for the purpose for you to call in and use it, participate in the show that we will build together. Young Persons Radio is the first of our astonishing 12-hour block of talk shows here on Radio Free Brooklyn this and every Sunday. We are followed at 11 a.m. by Points of Order, the great sports talk show. We are then followed again at Oh, well, we are not followed. Points of Order is followed at 11 a.m. by The Stroll Show, where we interview local bands. And we are followed then again at 1 p.m. by Objection to the Rule, which is Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we have all of your needs covered today. Uh, so do not touch that dial for the rest of the morning. Radio Free Brooklyn is a completely independent nonprofit station. Uh, we don't sell any ads. We don't try and sell you anything except provide the service to this community of terrific uh, talk, music, sports, politics, and everything you could imagine under the sun. So if you like what you're hearing, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to learn how you can support the station. And uh, while you're there, if you want to support this show, you uh, in particular, sponsor this show, which helps us keep the administrative costs down of keeping this thing afloat, you can go to RFB.NYC slash YPR and click the link at the bottom of the page that says sponsor this show. That's rfb.nyc slash YPR with the link at the bottom of the page that says sponsor this show. We got a lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about. A lot going on. No guests. No guests. This is a platform for me and the callers today. We have a lot to talk about because if you think for one second that we are going to take it easy after... uh after last week's uh, two-hour, that's right, two-hour. We're usually here for an hour. Points of Order wasn't here last week, so we covered for him. We were in here for two hours going last week. That's right. The two-hour tour de force that me and James Folta and all the callers dropped on your heads last week, if you're going to think we're going to take it easy after that, then you are dead wrong, my friend. You are dead wrong. We do not stop. We do not stop. We do not quit. We do not relax. It's a gloomy, rainy Sunday in October here in New York City. It rained this morning already. It's going to rain any minute, and you might catch yourself thinking that this is a nice day to stick around inside. Just kick back, curl up, and binge watch a thing. No! No, sir! Up! Arise! Wake up! Get up! Get up out of your bed! Get up! Get up! Arise! Climb out and get out, because for us... There is no comfort. There is no taking it easy. There is only the fight. There is only the fight. There is only the fight. Stay hard, people. Stay hard. Stay hungry. Stay alive. We'll be right back.
That's right. That was Poor by Sweet Spirit. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn on Young Persons Radio. Hosted by me, Colby Smith. The anthem. The anthem for this program today. The anthem for this program today. Our number, 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. And I want some calls. I want some calls. So, so, so what's, uh, what's, 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 what's going on, folks? On, I don't know if any of you noticed, but this weekend was the opening weekend of uh, Blade Runner 2049, baby. That's right. That's right. And this thing. So I go see this thing on Friday night. And I'm telling you, this, I boldly (laughs) proclaimed that uh, Godzilla uh, Resurgence was the movie of the year of 2016. And I'm telling you, so far, uh, might be Fast 8 for 2017 might not be blade runner 2049 it might be fast eight might be the movie of the year but 2040 blade runner 2049 is up there so high this movie is so good and that first blade runner i don't know if you're a fan i don't know if you're not a fan i don't think you need to see it at all to to like this new one it's so it's just it's immersive it's uh, uh uh it's got scope gosling is great and if you're not familiar, we did, this movie takes place in a in a uh, futuristic city, uh, uh, and uh, today I saw this thing and I thought, you know, we can do that, right? We can do that. Me and my listeners, we can build a futuristic city. So today, the theme of the show, the topic on which I want all these calls, is the young person's radio city of the future. Me and you, the loyal listener and caller of Young Persons Radio, and even if you're not a loyal listener. Even if you're checking this thing out for the first time, and even if you're listening to it on the Sunday or the Monday morning, six a.m. rebroadcast where we are aired right before Democracy Now, uh, and you and you're thinking to yourself, "There's got to be a way for me to get in touch." There is, but it isn't. Uh, and, and you know what? It's to call into a future show. That number nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. I want us to collectively build the perfect futuristic city. One that is a paradise, a paradise for the young person's radio listener. So get those ideas and call up at 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. I have one rule and one rule only for this segment. And that is I want no lame politics calls. I want no lame politics calls. I don't want someone going up and like, well, in my perfect futuristic city, there are no Republicans. It's like, look, this stuff is everywhere right now, okay? Politics is everywhere, and I would love... You know what this woman said? This, this person I know comes up to me on Friday. Well, when was this? Yeah, on Thursday or Friday, and is like, apropos of completely nothing, says, don't you think the South should secede and... They should just have their own government. And I said, yeah, well, let's just kick everybody out we don't like. Who does that sound like? Oh, he's dumb. Pe- I swear. To- Look, we're not going to talk about <laughs> not going to talk too much about politics. But I will say I, 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 I as a rule, you can come up with you can call in with urban planning stuff, I guess. If you have a good idea for the MTA, municipal politics uh, and city planning are fine. But I don't want to hear any of these lame takes in, in, any, in any respect. That's 904-351-0729 if you're trying to call in. That's 904-351-0729. We have our first caller on the line right now. Uh, 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 caller, welcome to the program. Hey, oh. Colby. Yes, Tim Keck, loyal caller, superstar, superstar, yeah. slowly taking over the show. <laughs> How are you this morning, my friend? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why that got me so good. Uh, right off the bat, I want to say that that lady you met talking about how the South should have seceded from the United States. We tried. It was the Civil War. Yeah. But you know what? Bricks like you got in the way, and now you're stuck <laughs> with us. How you like that? All right. Them apples <laughs> I think I think there are a couple there are a couple major things to take issue with what you said just now. 
Tim. <laughs> and I think they might be pretty obvious. So I, we're just going to move past I don't, it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I don't see it. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> Tim, uh, uh, what about the, uh, the, 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 so, you know, the, the, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So the futuristic city thing? Yes, yeah. You got something? The, the perfect my, futuristic uh, yeah, city. My, my perfect uh, futuristic city is me living in Florida and having the ability to teleport to a, a city. Okay. Okay, so you I just don't want to be around... I don't want to be around people. I don't want to be in one of these cities where it's like, oh, man, I'm in my pod, and then I go upstairs to my neighbor's pod. I don't want that. I want, like, property. You want a yard. I want to live in the middle of nowhere in a, with a yard, uh-huh. and a picket fence, and then I want to hop on my telepad to get to work, and then hop on my telepad to get to, like, a mic, and then, like, hop on my <laughs> telepad to go to the bar. That's what I want. I just want telepads. Well, I mean, telepads... Uh, would be incredible for for any distance, I think. Uh, but I'm interested in this. You want to live in the country thing? Oh, definitely, yeah. For so sure, here's, that'd be great. Here's my thing about this, right? So let's say let's say we're on a uh, let's say we're on an Amtrak train, where and we're traveling through the the woody hills of Pennsylvania. Yes, we're all right yeah. there right now. You're sitting on the Amtrak. You're you're sipping your coffee that you've paid twelve dollars for a small a small cup. And you're looking out the window, you're seeing the trees okay. and the, the hills and the mountains go by, and every so often you see a, uh, you see a house out in the distance, just this big wood house yeah. that's like on a hill in a clearing surrounded by all these woods, right? So my first thought when I see that is like, oh, that's so beautiful. Imagine just living in that house and waking up to that every day and just breathing in this like fresh mountain air. And then the second thought I have is... If someone committed a crime in that house, they would get away with it like it was nothing. There's nobody around. It's terrifying to me now. The idea that, like, just the horrors that must go on in these country houses just by virtue of the fact that, like, there's no one around to even hear the screams. (laughs) Well... Well, Colby, now you're now you're stepping into the dark side of the uh, gun control debate that people don't want to have. Oh my God! Damn. <laughs> what about the old lady who lives in that house? She needs to arm herself and be safe. Uh huh. Well, but There's does no he? For does she need a Does she need a semi a, a, a semi automatic rifle with sixty rounds in the clip though? Colby, Tim? pretty much every every yes, of course she does. Her <laughs> eyes are bad. Her eyes are bad. <laughs> she's got, she's got the shakes. She's, you know what? She needs as many rounds as she can get. <laughs> you know what? I I said no politics, and now I'm 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 uh, taking it back. <laughs> so you're what you're saying is is that gun manufacturers gun manufacturers should. Keep keep these high ammo, high rate of fire weapons in the market yeah. for the protection of old people with bad eyesight. Yeah. Well, okay. We can. I think we can safely trust anyone over the age of seventy with like high military grade weapons. Is that like an acceptable statement? Uh, like, what they're not. Well, they're it's not the ones committing atrocities. You know, they're well, old. That's they're because kind of having fun, and they're just kind of. Ha- what if their version of having fun is mowing down a uh, a, 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 a look? This is dark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't. I, I totally understand it. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about this either. <laughs> You know what has started setting up red flags for me? Is uh-huh. You you say, so what you're saying is, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, here it is again. <laughs> Look, Tim, you, you say a lot of outrageous things is all. That's all. That's all I, I mean. I know. I know. You you take these stands. Trying to commit to the bit. Well, of, uh, no, look, I'm you not saying. Somebody's got to. I'm not saying stop doing it. It's the best part. It's the it's the best. 
Oh, I know, but gun control is not one of these that I want to be like. It's not, you're right, it's not an issue like, where it's, like, fun to explore alternate points of view on it. Because it always ends in mass murder. Everyone bummed out I will yet? Say with, I will say, with your idea of, like, the house on the hill, I mm. have this, like, recurrent, like, this, like, daydream mm-hmm. of just, like, going into, like, the Canadian wilderness yeah. with, like, nothing but, like, a rifle on my back and, like, just a few supplies and just, like, hunting an animal yeah. and then, like, eating it in the woods, you uh-huh. know, over a fire and just, like, being being a man in the woods <laughs> for, like, a week. Yeah. And then maybe just staying out there, you know, if I can do it. Just, like, go out for the long haul. That'd be cool. Just in the middle of nowhere, grow a beard. You know, and then one day, like, you know, the world's in trouble and some head of the military comes to my cabin and says, we need you. And, like, that would be, you know, you're the only one who can do the job. And you're like, I don't do that like, no Go to one of those trips. I don't do that no yeah, more. Yeah, like, I don't do, I don't do comedy anymore. <laughs> Did you see, like, uh, oh, but we need you to introduce this comedic fundraiser to protect this diplomat. And, you know, and then I'm stuck back in and all of a sudden I'm working <laughs> with an agent. You know, we fall in love. Well, you fall in love with your agent? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm paired up okay. with this, like, very attractive, but also incredibly competent and talented, uh-huh. you know, secret yeah. service agent. Who's a lady? <laughs> and she's your agent? I don't mean to ruffle any feathers, but, yeah, she's the agent. So this secret for. service agent drops out of uh, of public service to be your to manage your career? No, 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 no. I was, I was speaking secret service agent. Like my partner from the department. Oh, I see. You know, like they pair me because I'm like a comic. I'm I'm going along the lines of uh, what was that Eddie Murphy, uh, Owen Wilson movie? I Spy. You ever see that? Eddie Murphy. Leafy Bug. Was it I Spy? I think I think it was. Dude, I Spy was a series. Was like Eddie Murphy's just a boxer. I Spy was a series with Robert Culp and Bill Cosby in the 1960s where they were like buddy detectives. I Spy. Maybe that's what. It was. Well, in the movie, Eddie Murphy's a boxer, and they just recruit him, and they say, hey, there's going to be a drug thing down oh my at God, your you're right. in Las Vegas, so we need to we need your help to stop this criminal. Okay. So that's what they're going to do with me. They're going to be like, Tim, you sell out crowds across the country. <laughs> we need you to do uh, this fundraiser, because this diplomat will be here, and then this agent is like also there, and then I end up like taking a bullet from her, because I don't really know what I'm doing, but my heart's in it. Sure. So I, like, lay out, take a bullet, and she's like, oh, my God, if you ever get out of this, we'll get married. And then I live, and then she's like, okay, we got to get married now. <laughs> True to my word, we're going to get married. True to my word. <laughs> you know, I thought it was a safe thing to say when you were on the brink of death, but now I'm, uh, I, 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 you know me, my word is my bond. And speaking of bonds, uh, let's get married. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. A, so that's my little that's my little futuristic city. Okay, the, so we've got I'm gonna no keep cities at all. I'm gonna keep these I'm gonna keep these down. So we've got telepads for Tim. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna kick if I I'm gonna, telepads to like the Radio Free Brooklyn studios, I'd be doing all these in person, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, it you you think you would. It changed the lock on the like door. Walking in and like co hosting every show. Change the lock change the lock on the door before that happens. Yeah. I mean, distance is the only thing that's prevented that from happening. I think. <laughs> it is kind of true. It is uh, a long commute. It's not. You're not too far <laughs> off the mark. There. <laughs> yeah. I so I got one. I got one for these. This futuristic city okay. thing. So this is this is born out of my. Uh, 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 so I, I'm going to play a clip, Tim. And you might not be able to hear it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up on you now, and then you can call back in if you have more to say. Okay? Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. I'll you, you call 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 right back after after this clip. Okay? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Tim out. Tim out. Tim soon to be back in. Okay. So uh, so I go to see Blade Runner on Friday night, right? Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Kick things off. Okay. It's a crowded theater, you know. It's opening night. Uh, it's opening night, so I'm sitting next to uh, sitting next to a pair of dudes, uh, just a pair of dudes, just a pair of buds wearing uh, a comic book t-shirts, 
and uh, with interesting facial hair and glasses arrangements, you know, and uh, and they're they're just kind of chatting back and forth. Maybe they maybe it's like it's the later showing. Maybe they've tied a few on before uh, coming to the theater, coming to have a good time here. The Blade Runner on a Friday night, yeah, robots, yeah, smash them, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're uh, so we're sitting there in the in the in the, the lights come down, the trailers start. And the first thing that comes on is this trailer for the movie Geostorm, okay? Which is, I don't know about you, a, a badass name for a badass movie is what it looks like to me. Stars Gerard Butler, and it's about, well, I'll just let the trailer speak for itself, okay? So now I, these guys were so obnoxious. To, I'm going to now recreate what it was like to watch the Geostorm trailer with these guys. Uh, and uh, uh, I, my voice, starting now will be what they were doing. This is verbatim what they were doing. Okay, roll the clip. <laughs> Extreme weather alert. Here from Jacob Lawson, Climate ISS Chief Coordinator. May the record reflect that he was nearly one hour late. Yeah, sorry about that. I literally had to fly in from outer space. <laughs> what? <laughs> system of satellites. Natural disasters have become a thing of the past. <laughs> we can't control our weather. A- Andy Garcia is the president? Our thermospheric satellites malfunctioned over what? So your proposal is what? We shut down all satellites. I don't need to remind all of you how many people died from catastrophic climate conditions. Make sure there's no further incidents. Are you going back up to space? I'm coming back. I promise. Have a safe trip, sir. Just don't touch anything. Main engine stop. <laughs> this is Mr. Jake Lawson. The Jake Lawson? You look much older than I would have thought. I, I mean, you, you look good. Am I getting fired? What? Oh, no! Access is oh, no! So satellite has a bad comment. That's not a joke! Not a satellite. All of them. This wasn't a malfunction. It was intentional. Oh, of course. There's potential for catastrophic weather events on a global scale. A geostorm. <laughs> a geostorm! What? The only one who has the kill coats is the president. I need your help. You're soliciting a secret service agent. Seriously? We're kidnapping the president in a self-driving cat. Jake, if you can't stop it, no one can. Three. Two. Come on, baby. Geostorm. Just the worst, like, laughing so performatively loud so that everyone in the theater would know that they think Geostorm is beneath their crippling intellect. Just the, just, oh, I almost walked out. I was like, if these guys are going to be this way for the whole movie, I will be better eating the $17 and seeing this thing another time. Just so smug. Oh, so the, 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 the rule I'm taking from this. Hey, Colby. <laughs> One second, Tim. <laughs> the, rule, the rule I'm taking from this is that in my futuristic city, the only people who are allowed to riff during movies are me and my friends, and not even all my friends. There are some friends I do not want riffing during a movie. Tim, you have thoughts on this? Okay, I got to side with these guys. Oh, my God. Because because how dare Hollywood make this movie? Oh, here how we go. How dare they? Here we go. You know what's a movie that is the worst? And this is a real Dwayne Johnson problem. Uh-huh. Is like, guy... Fighting nature is the least interesting story ever. <laughs> but it's that's... like, oh man, there's an earthquake. The rock's gonna fight it. 
Who wants to watch that? Look, I hear what you're oh, saying. Oh, Gerard Butler, the weather's weird. Gerard Butler's going to fight the weather. Who cares? But, Who cares? But the point is, you can just think that to yourself. You don't have to put on some show with your dumb Warby Parker buddy. Just being like, hey, uh, look who's smarter than the movie. It's like, yeah, of course. It's just, it's a big, it's a big dumb action movie. They get made all the, these guys were acting like the only movies that have ever been made are The Godfather uh, and like, like obscure French art films. And like, this is the first time they've ever seen a big Hollywood blockbuster trailer. It's like, this thing gets made all the time. No, there's a, these, no, this is a specific, as someone who loves bad movies, and I truly do, I love a dumb FX caliber action movie, you know, with, <laughs> yes. with Nicolas Cage or my fucking man, The Diesel. Mm-hmm. I love those things, but I'm telling you, the man versus nature thing is so, so stupid. Okay. And it literally warrants otherwise silent spectators to voice their displeasure. <laughs> Those guys are going to be talking during like some Jason Statham trailer, right? But they will gab during Gerard Butler ranting about how like it's raining too hard, so, and now all of a sudden they got to save the president from hail. So you are willing to give these guys the most the benefit of the doubt ever to the point where you think it's just because they object to this motif you've identified? Dude, were there? Did they make fun of other trailers? Yes. What other trailers? Well, the, the one after that was for this new Denzel Washington movie, which everyone shut up during because it looks really good. And then this other one was yeah, about was this great. movie. Uh, it's called Marshall. It's about uh, the Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall in his like young lawyer days, right? And um, yeah, so he gets when he's like a young badass, right? He's a young badass lawyer, and he gets partnered up. <laughs> He gets partnered up with a fat, nebbish, who? Josh Gad, right? Josh Gad walks on screen. Josh Gad walks on screen. And look, this one, on this one, I might be, I might be in their corner on this one. Josh Gad walks on screen, yeah. and this, I, I don't hear what he says, but this is the cadence that he says it to his buddy. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... You know what I don't really understand, though, is the Josh Gad just, like, hate. There's so much Josh Gad, like, just hatred mm-hmm. for a dude who, like, was the star of the South Park musical that was one of the greatest things of all time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't care about Josh Gad. My, my, my thing is I can't imagine people having... But everybody hates Josh Gad. Do they? But why? I feel like so. I feel like everybody like just makes fun of him as just like, oh man, this this guy like. I mean, oh yeah, like. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's, he's got funny. Adam Sandler heat for some reason. I mean, maybe I don't know. It, it, I don't think he's funny. I think he's annoying, but I I I wouldn't say I hate him. Yeah. I hate yeah. him. <laughs> he's got like a Guy Fieri, like you know, unjustified. <laughs> like this, yeah. like from so many people, it yeah. feels like. Yeah, it's true. Despite all the good things they do. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 people don't like fat people who sing. I think that's what I think. I don't think anybody likes fat people who sing. No one liked Elvis at the end. No one likes uh, James Corden. Hate James Corden. I think James Corden sucks. Yeah, Ruben Ruben Stuttered. Ruben Stuttered. Clay Aiken. Ruben Stuttered. Uh, uh, you know, people like. I guess, but uh, where is he? You know, if they like him so much, why didn't they uh, support him? That's what I think. Yeah, he was a fat person so too. who sings anymore. Why wasn't he headlining Bonnaroo? How fat is so how fat is Andrea Bocelli? Is he fat? <laughs> I don't think he's fat. Well, I mean, there's. A, I think if <laughs> what you, about, know, you want to sing that, you know, that powerfully. What about that other guy? It, you know? What about uh, uh, Luciano Pavarotti, <laughs> the Italian opera star? <laughs> I guess people like him. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim, opera's a different animal. You're like stationary, you know. You're, you're not right. running around vamping up the crowd. Yeah, if you start bringing opera, there are plenty of fat opera stars. I've been to the opera one time, and I think every person was uh, was huge. There's just like or, late stage Orson Welles rolling onto the stage, uh, singing about uh, yeah, uh, what what's his face, Tristan, and he's old. Yeah, if there's a yeah. If you're not 
like big in uh, opera. They like make you wear costumes and make yeah. you look big. I'm sure. Yeah, future a city of the. Like, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. City of the future. No opera. No, what? No, I'm going to revise that. No operas longer than five hours. How about that? Every opera has to fall under the five-hour mark, okay? Is that a real issue? Just these rogue operas going 12 hours? Like I said, the one time I saw, the one time the one opera I saw was Tristan and Isolde, and it was, uh, it was five hours long. It started at 6 o'clock, and I walked out of there like after 11. Where there were two intermissions. They were each a half hour each. Uh, it was a marathon. It felt like a marathon. And look, I'm not saying the songs weren't beautiful. I, uh, they had nice translations of the German on little screens in front of the seats. So I understood the story. There was some cool staging going on. And oh my God, I just looked up in the studio and someone has drawn on the whiteboard the pictures of Rick and Morty. And I wanted to kill myself for a minute. I wanted to kill myself for one minute. Tim, in the middle Why? of this Rick opera thing. Look. I like Rick and Morty. I hate Morty everyone who likes Rick and Morty. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> Including really myself. Sucks. I understand. Including myself. Well, Tim, we got some calls lining up. Uh, so uh, you and I were going to okay. have to chat IRL. Don't know what that means, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Maybe, you know, off the air we can talk, you know, in person. That's, that's, it, it means, in, God, you got me? You made me so mad just now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'll talk soon, Later, buddy. Bud. Caller, you are on the air. Welcome to Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey. Hello. Is Hi. Colby? Yes, it is. Who's this? Colby. Hi. It's Janet and Tyler. Hey, welcome, Janet and Tyler. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. They're just laying in bed, staring directly into each other's eyes. Wow. Wow. With a phone in between us. Well, great. that is a beautiful story. <laughs> you know, it's interesting when you call, when you try to call in, I didn't realize this was going to happen, and then you get put on hold, because mm-hmm. uh, I was like, well, if we call in now, like, it's going to interrupt them, but then you get to listen to the show through the phone, mm-hmm. but it's, like, switched, so I could hear Tim Keck crystal clear and it just sounds like his radio show and then there's some distant voice oh. rambling about freaking opera for- <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this hang up on that call <laughs> interesting you know see i've never called in so i don't know let me ask you this would yeah, it be but- better i don't think it would i feel like it wouldn't be better if there was the hold music because that's an option i have now no 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 this is this is yeah. good. Yeah. I thought it was great. Okay, it good. Really, it worked out. Good, good. It a feels plus. like I'm in a future city. Oh, very suddenly. Well, what a terrific, yeah. what a terrific uh, uh, segue into the topic, which <laughs> is uh, the perf- the young person's radio city of the future. Do you have characteristics mm-hmm. to name? Yeah. So I want like personal pods. Like, so you're walking on the street, you get really tired, uh-huh. and what do you do? There's nowhere to go. You, yeah. There's nothing to do. So you, like, press a button or something, some some device, maybe mm. it's your iPhone in the future, who cares? Um, and then you just, a, a pod appears, and you can just, like, take a nap or something. Oh, nap pods. Okay. You yeah. See, this like, I like a lot. It's like, you don't have to go anywhere for it. You just it's wherever you are. yourself in some, yeah. It's like the so room of, like, of requirement. Like drones could just deliver. What was that? Oh, a drone delivers a snap pod. See, this I like a lot because this could happen. <laughs> this could happen tomorrow. Who doesn't love drones? A drone <laughs> delivers a nap pod to me. If Look, if I had unlimited resources, I could make this happen for you guys tonight. <laughs> we are so close to this technology. I see drones. I feel like I see drones everywhere in the city. I don't know about you guys, but like they're yeah, all over the yeah. place. Or like in traffic. Are you making a comment about just people? No, like, no. Trudging through the <laughs> no, day? No. No, but I like that attitude. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm walking around. I don't see people. I see sheep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sheep in their suits. I thought of another thing with this. Go on. Uh, with this sleeping pod uh, idea, maybe. Wait. 
Did you say hold on? No, no. I said, Wait, are you go, on, there, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, she heard that. There's like an echo of my voice in the phone. Okay. Um, but maybe these pods are like also double up like safety pods. Like if you were ah. like, you know, running away from something yeah. or somebody, you could like, you know, whip out your phone and like a drone is going to like drop one like right ahead of you that you can like just run into. Run into, close the door. And then it like sends out, you know, you can have like inside there can be like a calling the police thing, but they're yeah. like indestructible tubes. And then you can nap while you wait for the cops. <laughs> well, this was, so this is, it hits on my follow-up question to the nap pods, which is where, once they appear and you get inside of them and start taking a nap, where do they go? Do they just lie on the street? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they're like biodegradable. (laughs) Or the drone just comes back. I think the drone's got to pick you up and you're in the air. I think you're suspended in the air by the drone. Yeah, I like that. Oh, man. Maybe you can just have two drones come by with a hammock. (laughs) (laughs) Drone between the two of us. I'm going to cross out nap pods and write hammock drones. I guess you only need one if you go for those, this like, is... the hammock swing things, <laughs> you know, like those chairs. Yeah. Oh, my God. You wouldn't even have to sleep. You could just hang out in the hammock. It's true. Oh, my uh, God. I feel like this idea is, like, you know, max eight months away. I feel the you same know, way. Happening. I feel the same way. Oh, Great. my God. This is this has given me hope now. <laughs> like, like, sure, a futuristic city might have this, uh, might have this giant... Uh, uh, this giant uh, sex hologram that uh, talks to you while you're trying to walk home, like in Blade Runner 2049. But uh, but if it has hammock drones, maybe <laughs> no it won't spoilers. be so bad. In the movie, and not, this is not a spoiler. In the movie, Ryan Gosling is walking home. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. That's fine. <laughs> you're right. No, I've seen the sex hologram in the trailers. Okay, yeah, it's not a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he gets solicited by a sex hologram after after having a really just rough day. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean that's definitely going to happen. There's definitely going to be sex holograms. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like that's the happening. First thing anybody's going to work on that's happening in Silicon Valley uh, already. They're working on that. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for calling in. It's great to talk to you as always. And uh, please do it again soon. Okay. Bye, Colby. Bye, guys. How about that? Janet and Tyler. Janet and Tyler. All stars calling in. Caller, you're welcome. Welcome to the program. Hey, Colby. How's it going? How's it going? Hey, hey, it's going well. Who's this? I got a a vision for the future for you. Are you fucking buckled up? Yeah, Yeah, I'm buckled up. Okay, so it's like... So maybe like 30, 30 to 50 years in the future, the near future, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we live in a global post-racial society. Okay. We developed near-human near artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Sentient robots that we call omnics, right? Mm-hmm. Right? We produce them in these factories called omniums. But okay. as, as these robots get... If they, robots? If they get in touch with these robots, robots, uh-huh. the omnics. Yeah, if, as, as they get in touch with 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 their sort of like the the the, the, the kind of genesis qua that makes that makes something uh, you know have a a soul, right? If they start to discover and debate their own humanity in the face of growing anti-robot prejudice, right? You with me? I'm with they, you. They start a, 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 a wide-scale revolt in major cities across the globe. The UN is in a state of disarray. Form an ad hoc committee to form a, 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 again this pan-racial international super team to fight the omics where at home where they live. Okay. This super team is given global jurisdiction, known as code name Overwatch. Right. Uh huh. Okay. So you got people from all over. You got like people from American Special Ops. You got people from the Egyptian Army. You got uh, other robots. You know that they that we made that are 
super good. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe you got like a, uh, like a Brazilian guy with dreadlocks with a, with a, with a sound gun. You got a, a sentient gorilla. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say just spitballing. You've got like a like a, a big fat guy with a mustache who builds turrets, right? Yeah, you got like a, a big fat guy who builds these guns and he's you know, he's always just like right, he doesn't like the robots very much. Uh. He's always like, Ah, these robots, why can't they just be like the regular things that I build like guns? And, and he's like and then you got like a cowboy who's like, It's high noon. Yeah, and you're like, what is? Why? Why is there a cowboy? I thought it was the future, not the past. But these things that come in waves. The, t- the cowboys are now are cyclical, cyclical. Okay, so they defeat the robot crisis, but then they fall out of favor. People think that they have too much executive power. There are more riots. They're ousted, thrown into hiding across the globe uh-huh. until a, an emergency call. Ten years later, it goes out because the world needs Overwatch again. Uh, and then from there, the story <laughs> develops organically. What do you think of that? I, I you, you know, what that? I was thinking just a minute ago. I was literally thinking, how much of the game Overwatch am I going to let this guy recount? <laughs> There's a lot more. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Fellow, uh, Look, it could go on forever. I I, I, it's it's, but it's not. There's it's not the game Overwatch. It's my idea. Oh, it's not. Oh, uh, interesting. It's not developed by Blizzard Entertainment. It's your idea. It was pa- parallel thinking. Parallel thinking. This is course, basically yeah. just. This is just. I just figured this out. Put this together. Going through my scrapbook when I heard the topic of your radio show. <laughs> I say scrapbook, not diary or journal. Uh, these are. This idea is based on my memories and treasure <laughs> moments of my past. <laughs> I got, you know what? I I think uh, speak of speaking Blizzard Entertainment. If you call them up, they might uh, they might have a job for you. Uh, I I've already received a cease and desist letter from them. Like, oh, I see. Okay, okay. Because this is my idea. Well, a lot of them listen to this show, well, so they might have heard you try and pass their game off as yeah, your own big, idea. It's a big fucking nerd show. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Well, no, I've I, a lot of Blizzard Entertainment dudes. They're you know they want to feel cooler than somebody, so they're like, well, there's this radio show on Sunday mornings, and uh. We might be uh, uh, pathetic uh, nerds who are way too smug and cocky about everything we like, um, but uh, at least we're cooler than Kolb. Hey, well, at least have we have a phone. thing. At least we have a thing we call our own. This guy, uh, this guy yeah, is yeah. walking around in uh, enough plain gray T-shirts uh, to to make us go. Uh, uh, who is this guy? Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> like he, like one of those uh, those those. T-shirts that say NASA on it, but you get them from American Apparel. But everyone has one for some reason. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. has one, and they think, and they they uh, they think that means they're like teaching kids STEM or something. <laughs> oh God! I got a NASA shirt. You you you're a, you you're a science teacher in the Midwest. Me, I live in New York City and uh, buy, wear a NASA shirt, so we're kind of the same. I mean, STEM's got to get whatever help it can. You know, kids got to learn fucking STEM. They got to learn STEM. STEM. That's what I'm saying. I scream in the mirror every single day. Wait, you scream scream in the mirror every morning kids need to learn STEM? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, It gets you fired up. You scream it. You shave your face and you go, A man's kids got to learn STEM! (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then, oh yeah, and then I go out and I, uh, well, you know, I, I I don't directly teach them STEM, but I don't discourage them. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, as long as you're not. I don't get we in the way. Start, yeah, we should start a young person's radio uh, 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 anti-STEM campaign. I'm not going around stomping on the Raspberry Pis and saying to learn about the Socratic <laughs> method instead. You know, uh, you know I'm not. Well, I, so, look, uh, caller, I, I've had somebody on hold for a little while, and we got to start wrapping up the show soon. Uh, so let's. Why don't you call again in the future? We'll build out this anti-stem campaign. Okay. Hey. Okay. Uh, just real quick. Yeah. Real uh, quick. To touch on an earlier topic, I think those guys at the movie sounded really cool. Uh Yeah. Yeah. They were. Uh, they were great. You know, I'm just glad that they let yeah. everyone know how smart they were, and that they well, have impeccable taste. Yeah. They can't deign to enjoy a Gerard Butler uh, action flick. 
as a fellow uh, like pop culture dork, you know, yeah, uh, I just I, I get their vibe. Okay, yeah. You know? Well, uh, look, uh, a lot of people have been giving me pushback on those guys, so maybe I'm wrong about this. I'm a real pop culture dork. Uh-huh. I'm a fucking freak for pop culture, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I. Never mind. Look, you look. take your next call. <laughs> All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks for calling. Oh, he's gone. He hung up. Didn't even say uh, didn't even say goodbye. Hello, caller. Welcome to the program. Hello, <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is someone who is mad at Tim Keck. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marta. I know. How are you, Marta? It's nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. Um, okay, so let's see. A couple things. Uh, fat singers that are loved. Which one? Um, fat, fat, overweight singers that are loved. Yes. Mama Cass. Oh, yes. Mama Cass. Can never, ever make fun of her. You're right. Uh, You're Aretha right. Franklin. Was she fat, though? I feel when I look at Aretha Franklin, I don't think that's an overweight person. Oh, she was big woman. Mm, maybe I don't know. Okay. I've only seen. I've, then, there, I've only seen uh, the album covers uh, for them. That's what I'm thinking of. So maybe, uh, maybe they're just using the the best photos of her. Anyway, go on, go on. And um, who I saw last night? Oh, Daniel Johnston. Daniel Johnston. Incredible. Where was this? Town Hall. Town Hall. Very nice. You you trekked all the way to Midtown on a Saturday? That's brave. Yeah. Ooh, wait. Oh, yeah. Well, People this was... so stupid up there, but oh, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, this, was his, uh, uh, this was his final tour or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks. it was, it, well, you know, it was a little bit of a freak show, felt a little uncomfortable. Okay. I cried a little bit. Um, I know him. Oh. I mean, I, I hung out with him. Last um, night? No, no, in the past, in the 80s. Uh, no, in the 90s, I guess. Oh, so. okay, okay. And, still, um, still mysterious, <laughs> still mysterious about your musical roots. Marta, after all this time, <laughs> after all this time, he, he doesn't really recognize me anymore. And um, so I don't, you know, anyway, the whole thing is just a little weird. And, and just that he, you know, has gone through so much and mm-hmm. a little bit of a freak show, a little bit, a little bit, a little, felt a little uncomfortable. Oh. But otherwise, the songs were great. Oh, good. And, uh, his performance was great. Yeah, it was good. Really I'll ask you this as a, 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 a you know, as a, as what a, a, a vague expert in the arena. Uh, how do you feel about Town Hall as a venue? Uh, it, it seemed it, it, it was nice. Uh, uh, I don't have I don't think I have any complaints about Town Hall as a venue. Okay, I, I, I've only been there you one know. time. It felt a little stodgy to me. Uh, but granted, I was seeing I was seeing Alan Toussaint, so it was. It's not like a, it's a rocking crowd anyway. Right, right. The crowd this last night was so loving and 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 great. Uh, it was. I don't even remember going there ever before. So uh, I probably have. I just don't remember. But mm. um, but it was good. It was good. Uh, okay, my future thing that I'd like. Uh, or that I, you know, uh, in the future, yes, would be cool. Is to have like uh, maybe uh, this thing that looks like a dog house, Ooh. and they put them on the corners, and then people put their dogs in there so they can go shopping. What do you think of that? Oh, uh, okay. So people put their dogs in these dog houses and then leave them there for a little bit while they run their errands, and then they come back and pick them up. <laughs> Yeah, have you seen those? They are so stupid. I have not seen it's already them. happening. Uh, that is, oh, I'm looking this up. I'm looking this up right now. <laughs> How, you haven't like, seen that? Street, is it, are they in the city already? Yes, they're in Bushwick. They're in, they're in Williamsburg. No. They put their little dogs in there. They're in Bushwick. The house and, 
stupid. Say, what did? What should I look at? Street corner dog houses isn't yielding any. I don't know. I don't know what who who was the brilliant idea to come up with with this thing, and it's like um, it, uh, <laughs> control the, the the air is controlled, and you put your little dog in there, and then you put I don't know. I guess you put some money in there, and uh-huh. then you go shopping oh. or whatever to, to lunch. All right. Well, this sounds sick. <laughs> I typed in street corner dog houses and on Google News. The first thing that came up was home on 12th Street destroyed by fire. So maybe this is a <laughs> maybe this uh, this is a look into the future. <laughs> yeah. We're destroying yeah. we're burning houses down. Anyway. <laughs> Marta, anyway. uh uh I'm going to say I'm going to say for this to wrap this up, uh I'm going to say for you uh uh no pets allowed, right? That's what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No pets allowed. <laughs> They're called dog barker or something like that. Dog barker. All right. I, I don't have I don't have dog too much barker. time. Dog Parker. Check it out. Oh, yeah, dog Parker. All right. Dog okay. Parker. Dog okay. Parker. Okay. Well, uh, I'll look yeah. those up. We'll follow up on it next week. Okay, okay. Mar- uh, here we go. Marta out. Oh, whoa. Oh, man. Oh, this is nuts. This is nuts, guys. Marta is stealing Tim's thing, and uh, there's no time left for Tim. Oh, my God. There's no time left for Tim to call up and defend himself. Well, guys, that's another episode of Young Prisoners Radio in the books. We uh, successfully, I would say, built uh, the city of the future. So it's got, as a recap, it's got telepads. There is no riffing allowed during movies. Uh, And uh, the best... By far the best invention of this is the hammock drones uh, for for just the on-the-spot naps. Uh, so tune in next week. John Zachary Townsend is our guest next week. This has been another episode of Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith. Stick around for uh, Points of Order here on Radio Free Brooklyn, and do not touch that dial for the rest of the day. Uh, they will be joining us momentarily. In the meantime, here is our friends. Here is uh, uh, Puff Daddy, Notorious B.I.G., and Busta Rhymes all together for the song Victory. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never, business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam, who you know do it better. Yeah, right, no matter what, be airtight. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an ass out of yourself.